This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, a podcast dedicated to promoting leadership development and sharing leadership insights. Here's your host, the Leadership Accelerator, Eddie Turner. Hi, everyone. This is Eddie Turner, your host for the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. You're going to want to tune in for today's episode. Today, I talk to an advocate for lifestyle entrepreneurs. Now, you may be wondering, even as I say that, what is a lifestyle entrepreneur? Well, I have Connie Fife here to explain that. She'll tell us what it is and why it matters to you and I right after this. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Eddie Turner LLC delivers executive and leadership coaching, professional speaking, facilitation services, and management consulting across the globe. Eddie Turner LLC also creates voiceovers, serves as a master of ceremonies, as a panel and event moderator, and provides national media commentary. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keep Leading Podcast, the podcast dedicated to leadership development and insights. I'm your host, Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator. I work with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. My guest today is an advocate for lifestyle entrepreneurs. She's a motivational leadership speaker, a business coach, and she's a podcast host. In fact, it just so happens that she is one of the very first podcasts I appeared on. She had me as her guest. She is known for being unstoppable and pretty much owns that word. I'm talking about the amazing Connie Fife. Connie, welcome to the Keith Leading Podcast. Hey, thanks, Eddie. I am thrilled to be here. And yes, I remember when you came on the show. Wow, that was a long time ago. It was. I think it was the, literally the second one I've ever done. And it's still on my website. So if folks want to cool. hear that, they can go check it out. Cool. We'll need to get you back on because that could have been the second one I did. Too. <laughs> <laughs> no, somehow, I think I was probably like number 144 or something when okay. you did that. Because I remember you had the most impressive interview sheet. In fact, when I got ready to launch this podcast, I tried to find my interview sheet for yours because I was going to copy it, but I couldn't find it. So I had to start from scratch and make my own. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm happy to share, I'm happy to share notes. But now we're, we just launched yesterday's show 451. Wow. Yeah. God, that's impressive. 
I know. I can't believe I've been doing it this long myself. (laughs) So that's all the more reason why I'm so excited to have you on my show, because you truly are an expert and you're an expert in a lot of areas. And so I think it's important for our leaders to hear about you. But first of all, tell people a little bit about your background. Oh, um, yeah, I do have a diverse background in a sense of I, I worked in the nonprofit sector for, oh, gosh, over 20 years. Um, it's telling my age, but um, I was director of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. And then from there, I was director at a local chamber, the Greater Wilkes-Barre Chamber of Commerce in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and then became the CEO of Girl Scouts of Penn's Woods Council, which was um, back in Pennsylvania. And they, they merged about 12 years ago. And so that's when I started my business because with that realignment of the Girl Scouts, uh, all most of the leadership, were, well, basically we were out. Um, so I came into the lifestyle um, business, entrepreneurial lifestyle business, kind of, I say, through the back door because it was definitely not my plan <laughs> to be doing that. Wow. So what a wonderful career you've had and truly leading at the top and both in the nonprofit sector and the profit sector. So, Connie, with your experience and you're shifting to this new area, I've not heard about a lifestyle entrepreneur. So help me and please help the listeners understand what is a lifestyle entrepreneur? Well, it's it's really interesting, and it was it was definitely foreign to me after coming out of corporate, and I was just like, okay, what, what am I doing? Where am I going? And after a lot of margaritas and martinis around the pool, because fortunately it was summertime <laughs> when I lost my job, but when that was all over, I said, okay, what am I going to do? So first of all, I went back to school. And so I thought, okay, I'll just get more educated. So I did that. But then through it all, and I kept interviewing for other positions all over the East Coast and from Maine to Miami, still interviewing for different CEO positions with Girl Scouts, and it it wasn't happening. What I had come to realize, I was soon to finish my degree, and that was one of the issues of Girl Scouts. They wanted somebody with higher degrees, and I didn't have it at the time. So I was about ready to graduate with my degree thinking oh, I was going to go back and interview again for another Girl Scout Council. And just, just something inside of me was like, no, <laughs> why do you want to do that? Okay. Um, you know, I've been doing this for so many years. So I decided to continue my education in a way that I actually shifted. I finished with my master's of public administration, but then I shifted to learning as much as I can about social. How do you build a business on social media? All of the how-tos. And I spent about two years and spent a lot of money learning everything on social. And from that, what I came to learn, a lifestyle entrepreneur is that entrepreneur that could work anywhere, do what they want to be doing, work with the people that they want to be doing, and they could set their budget of how much money that they want to be making. So I'm an East Coast, we're really a Southern Southern gal from Kentucky, but then East Coast. I ended up out here in Los Angeles. I don't even ask That's how I ended up out <laughs> That's a big difference. <laughs> and my eyes just opened up 
to the possibilities of living that lifestyle that you want to be living. Okay. Now, and in corporate, like I said, I loved what I did in corporate. I really loved. But ask me today if I would ever step back into corporate. I don't think so because I now have that taste of freedom. Uh, although I was a leader before, I'm still leading now and I have a team that I lead, but I could pick up today and say, you know what, we're moving to Tennessee and we're just going to bring everything with us and set up shop there. Or you could be flying on an airplane and doing business with somebody. I go to the gym every morning and I'm sitting in the gym texting, you know, people next to me, they're like, are you working? I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or my husband would be, you know, it's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. You know, he'll see me texting or emailing or doing something. But it just gives you that freedom to live that lifestyle that you want to be living. Now, don't get me wrong. There are many challenges as we could probably both share a lot of that. So the challenges is you need to be selling, you need to be creating, you need to be delivering, and then you need to balance all of that out. So the the challenges definitely do do exist. The other change is my team. Now, before I had a team, we were all in an office. You know, I could just walk out my door and there was somebody now. My team is around the world. Mm-hmm. I had people in Barcelona, um, you know, the Carolinas, um, you, you name it. I have team members there, whether there be production that do my social work. So I rely on them to do all of that work for me because you definitely need that team around you. What I'm finding is a lot of individuals, corporate individuals are saying, you know what? I found that success. I reached that fame. What do I do next? And that's what we do through our agency. We work with those individuals, those folks that have found their fame, whether it be in corporate, we work with athletes, we work with celebrities, entertainers, physicians, because they're saying, you know, I'm in my, you know, 40 something, some in 50 somethings. And we work a lot with that Gen X generation, but they're saying, I want out now. I don't want to wait until it's time to retire. I don't want to wait for that gold watch. And so that's why my business is thriving because people want to know how to do that. Because just like me, when I left Girl Scouts, I had a full team around me. And then when I left, I remember having to call my assistant and saying, how do I mail merge? And I hear the phone drop and she comes back and I'm like, what? She's like, I had to pick myself off the floor from laughing so hard. She's like, I can't believe you're asking me that. I said, well, I never had to do it. You did it. (laughs) Right. So, Connie, then are you saying that this idea of being a lifestyle entrepreneur is that you leave a corporation to set out entrepreneurship in a way that's different than most people would envision it? Just crystallize for us, if you would please, to ask me that makes it a lifestyle versus a regular entrepreneurship. Well, you have a regular entrepreneur. And I mean, somebody could still use that tagline or that definition, but you have somebody who's an entrepreneur, they open a brick and mortar coffee shop on Main Street, okay? They're more a traditional entrepreneur. You know, my family, you know, I grew up in a restaurant bar. They were entrepreneurs because they had that. A lifestyle entrepreneur is someone that can be sitting in the mountains, or sitting on the beach and be working with clients around the globe. 
Thank you. Because uh, you explained how you were doing that, but I want to make sure we lock that down so mm. that our listeners can really capture that. So if they want to be able to not have a place that they are kind of attached to, but they are able to have the freedom that so many people are starting to crave in this as in the world of digitization that we experience. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a different level of entrepreneurship. Right, right. Now, for example, our our neighbors here, they're going to be retiring in their mid-50s in a couple of months. They've already bought their motor home and they want to travel around. And while they're traveling around, he, I'm helping him set up a business where he's going to do videos and take photos and he's going to do blogging and to have that, you know, that little extra income as they're traveling around the motorhome. That's a lifestyle entrepreneur. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that definition. And also thank you for giving us the example. How are lifestyle entrepreneurs changing the face of business? Tremendously. The the number continues to increase every day from, again, you know, if you look at the population, you have the baby boomers, which is, again, a huge number of people that have some still leaving, that have left the business. And now you have Gen X. And what had happened with Gen X, the best way I could probably explain it is the definition of Gen X. I did a lot of research around this. So folks that are Gen X, they, re- they want that freedom. There's five main characteristics. So they want the relationships because their greatest fear is also their greatest need. And that's not having those relationships because your Gen X generation really grew up as latchkey kids. So that's why they're looking at it differently. They, they want to have fun. They're the bungee jumpers. They're the computer game geeks. And so they could do that anywhere. They want to go to the extreme gains. They want experience, subjective experience, which validates that something is real or something is good. They want the freedom and also family. So they want to have that attachment to their children, unlike what many of them feel that they didn't have with their parents because mom and dad were out working. And so you have the baby boomers who have a, um, a greater a greater leverage or a greater uh, amount of money in the bank than Gen Xers do. But Gen Xers are saying, but that's not what I want. I want that freedom. I want to be able to get out. So the numbers and how that's changing the face of business is tremendous because you have a lot of these individuals roughly from the ages 32 to about 58 saying, I'm out of here. I want to get out. I want to have my lifestyle business. There's another group, I mean, I know some folks that are in it. They are, they have young children and they travel around the U.S., and this is a whole different name of what they're calling themselves. Mm-hmm. They travel around the U.S., different points throughout the year. They just had a reunion in Florida a few weeks ago. They had almost 1,500 families that are all included in this new culture of people saying, and these are still part of the Gen X generation, and they're saying, I don't want corporate. I I don't want to have to worry about a house and cutting the grass. I want to take my kids. I want to teach them. I want to homeschool them. And I'm traveling around the country. That I find amazing that somebody would actually do that. I I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could do it because you 
could do anything. <laughs> I, yeah, and I would and I would probably enjoy it too. But I follow her. She's a daughter of a good friend of mine, and her and her husband and their three daughters. They started as a sixty day trial, almost four years ago, and they're still doing it. Wonderful. And they're making their money by blogging and talking about what they do. Yes, I'm seeing more and more people that are doing that. And mm-hmm. I have a good friend who's a coach. He took his family. He's done something very similar. But I just never attached that title, that de- name designation to it. So yeah. thank you for helping us to understand that. Sure. What we'd like to do now is to pause for a quick word from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Turner, LLC. Organizations who need to accelerate the development of their leaders call Eddie Turner the Leadership Accelerator. Eddie works with leaders to accelerate performance and drive impact. Call Eddie Turner to help your leaders one-on-one as their coach or to inspire them as a group through the power of facilitation or a keynote address. Visit eddieturnerllc.com to learn more. This is Bob Dean, founder of Dean Learning and Talent Advisors. And you're listening to the Keep Leading Podcast with Eddie Turner. Okay, everyone, we are back with Connie Fife, the advocate for lifestyle entrepreneurs, the unstoppable motivational leadership speaker and podcast host. And she's telling us about the lifestyle entrepreneur. So, Tell us a little bit more, if you would, please. What we'd like to know is, because this sounds like you're really dependent on relationships, kind of like you described what you had established across the globe with your team. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important to build these relationships and not try to go at it alone? You definitely can't go at it alone. And of course, I tried initially when I became an entrepreneur for a lot of different reasons. But I heard my mentor say, you know what? He goes, if you want to do this, he said, first of all, you know, do you have a toe in the water? Are you all in? He said, because if you are all in, you need to make sure that you're building your team around you. I was like, no, I'm all in. What What are you talking about? I'm doing this. And I started building my team. And I couldn't do what I do without my team. And like I said, I have a full production team that, that works with me on, on my show. I have folks that do, you know, my social. I have others that do do my marketing so well. About this time last year, we actually crashed our website because we had wow. so, so many. We had about 800,000 hits to the website in 24 hours. And it That's just incredible. took it down. <laughs> it's like... Oh, wow. uh, it was too envy of everyone to be able to get that many hits. It was two weeks before an event. That wasn't good. <clears throat> so I actually went back to my team and I'm like, well, Kim Kardashian's not the only one that takes down a website. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, Kim. You've got a competition with Connie. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> well, your answer okay. made me think about this famous quote. If you want to go far, go alone. If you want to mm. go farther, go together. Yes, so right. you were saying that you realized that there was strength in numbers and that you right. should not try to go alone. And initially you did try to go alone, but now you've got this incredible team that you were telling us about. And the thing that started, and you mentioned before, Unstoppable, I've used Unstoppable uh, for, for a very, very long time. you know, And that was something that people were calling me because it was like, okay, well, we're no longer CEO, but we're going to go here or we're going to do this or we're going to do this. And even for speaking, I woke up one morning and I said to my husband, I said, I'm going to become a motivational speaker. And he just looked at me and said, 
I know you will. <laughs> that's, that's why I said what I said earlier. I wasn't just making a trite statement that you could do anything. <laughs> yes, you will do it. <laughs> I am not afraid. I come from the Appalachian Mountains. I am a, I'm a hillbilly. I'll, I'll admit it. And I am not afraid to try anything. Connie will I, make it happen. That's right. But I did learn, again, very quickly that we are in this together. And that's when I changed my tagline to Unstoppable Together. And waiting for the trademark to come back. I finally filed it. But we're in this together. We are unstoppable together. If we didn't have each other, if I didn't have you, Eddie, if I, if I didn't have so many other people in my life, I mean, where, where would I be right now? I mean, yeah, I'm unstoppable. I could push through things. But isn't it better to do it together with somebody else and climb those high mountains together or those deep valleys together or whatever it is to be able to have those people in your corner? It just carries tremendous weight and just gives you that much more confidence. It gives you that character to really want to push forward and push ahead. So yeah, don't ever go it alone. So if a leader is listening to this episode, and you're thinking, you know what? She's right. I would like to leave corporate America and I would like to become a lifestyle entrepreneur. But where would I start? Where would I assemble a team from? What advice would you give them? So the first advice I would, I would give them is to find a mentor, a coach, someone that has gone through it because it's pretty scary. I, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. It's pretty scary to say, okay, I'm going to step out without that you know, that cushion underneath me. There's a lot of things that you want to do before you go. First of all, you don't want to go running out the door. You want to make sure that you have some steps and um, some things in place that you know where you are going. And again, work with that mentor and they're going to help you, guide you to what to be aware of, what to look at. And that was one of the biggest mistakes I did. I wasn't paying attention because I always had somebody else paying attention for me. Through air trial and error, I, I realized, okay, we really need to pay attention here. So you want to do that and you want to be aware. And then the, the other thing too, the greatest advice I give people, because now they're like, okay, what am I going to do? What's that new widget I'm going to create? What's that new program? What's that new service that I'm going to create? Take new out of there. Look at what you already know. Okay, what do you already know, whether it's from the business, whether it's a hobby that you've done for years, and take that and you could actually turn that into a business. A, a friend of mine is an attorney, he flies airplanes on the weekends. So that's always been a hobby for him. And he wanted to really step away from that and become an entrepreneur. So he bought, as he says, he bought the farm back in Pennsylvania, and then he's turned that into a place for his airplane plates. So that has now become his business and he's doing that. And he, he does legal stuff on the side, you know, somewhat, but he took what he already knew and he turned that into a business. So don't worry about trying to create a new line. Take yeah. what you are already doing and have established expertise in right. and or a hobby that you enjoy and turn that into your entrepreneurship venture. Right, right. Wonderful. And then to assemble the teams, do you have uh, certain agencies or sources or things like that that you assume that, that you would like to recommend that people use or that you have found our best practices? Is it always good to go grab my cousin Vinny? No. <laughs> no. Because Vinny may not like you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, and a lot of people do. They re, they rely on family members to do that. I mean, my daughters talked to me about joining the business, but we just haven't just haven't gone there just yet. It's really better to find some, and even to start with, because again, you're also looking at your budget. Budgets are low. The best place to start is to go to your local college, mm, and. Okay. Find someone who was there for market. I, I had interns for years. Find someone who is there for marketing or technology or even photography because you need, you need some really good headshots. You're going to find all of your needs at the local college. Now, internships at one time, you can get them for free, but they do want to be paid. Um, so it's like $5 an hour. They're happy. You, you know, it gives them beer money on the weekends or something. The other thing I would uh, recommend too, if you use an intern, give them a specific project. So the one project that I used to do was business before nine. It was a quarterly networking event that I held at the, the country club. And then we would recognize a nonprofit in the community. So I would always have those two interns and they were responsible for that event. Excellent. So that's a good suggestion. And since they're interns on the college campus, we'll say that they get Starbucks money for the week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And like I said, and if they're local, you know, if you have a little space like I had where I used to live at, thinking of that, we had an extra room and I turned that into a little office for them and I got some desk like at the Goodwill or something. And, you know, so this way they had their space, they came in and then I would even take them to meetings if I had a sales meeting and it was a really good education for them, but it was not saying, oh, get me my coffee or just do, you know, media work, give them a project and they will do it. So that's one way to start. And then once you, you know, really expand beyond there, just start looking. I mean, of course, you could advertise or go to your local help wanted place or job placement. I have not found any really good success with doing that. Uh, a lot of the folks that I have, like right now, I have an awesome, awesome team and they all came from referrals. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing these uh, Mm -hmm. tips with us and helping people to understand just what a lifestyle entrepreneur is and how it can be an option for them. And so what I'm hearing you say is that executives, celebrities, athletes, physicians, anyone who's looking for their next act in life, if you will, Mm -hmm. can think about becoming a lifestyle entrepreneur as a way of continuing to lead in other areas. Right, right. And they might have a message to share. They could become you know, international speakers. We love that at the National Speakers Association for sure. <laughs> That's right. So to help keep leading, we always want to leave our, our leaders who are listening to us with a quote or some words of wisdom that they can think about for today. What would you give our listeners just to think about today? Well, one of my favorite quotes come from John Quincy Adams, and it's, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more and do more and become more, you are a leader. That is absolutely one of my favorite quotes as well. Thank you for sharing that with us because we want to keep leading. Where can my listeners learn more about you and your amazing work that you're doing? Well, they can go over to talentconcierge.co, and of course, they can find Connie Fife, spelled many different ways, on most, <laughs> most social media platforms. Wonderful. So we'll put that in the show notes so that folks can definitely find you and tune into your podcast that is now over 400 
episodes. That's just unreal. <laughs> yeah, 251, the Connie Fife show. Yeah, it's just been amazing. And like I said, good luck with you on your show. I've been doing this for six years. And uh, when I was first asked, I was like, a podcast, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, truly a legend, truly a pioneer. Thank you so much for being on the Keep Leading Podcast today, Connie. And thank you for having me here, Eddie. That concludes this episode, everyone. I'm Eddie Turner, the Leadership Accelerator, reminding you that leadership is not about your title or position. Leadership is an activity. Leadership is action. It's not the case of once a leader, always a leader. It's not a garment we put on and take off. We must be a leader at our core and allow it to emanate in all we do. So, whatever you're doing, always keep leading. Thank you for listening to your host, Eddie Turner, on the Keep Leading Podcast. Please remember to subscribe to the Keep Leading Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen. For more information about Eddie Turner's work, please visit eddieturnerllc.com. Thank you for listening to C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.